What do you hear? What do you say? Serve cold, but the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow. The bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move, and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E Rock and Big Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Episode 119-119 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. As always, I am Big Z and E-Rock is out on assignment again. So he's on assignment and you get my lovely, lovely voice this entire episode. So uh, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If it's your first, if you're a first timer or a long timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans and on IG as True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget you can support the show with a month monthly subscription at anchor.fm backslash True Chicago Sports Fans. Go over there and uh, click over on the support button. And you can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month. Come on. I know some of you guys have some bad habits like like gambling or coffee. You can give that up for a little bit and uh, support your boys over here. So I know you like the show, right? You guys are fans. You got to tell your friends, man. They'll tell their friends and then we can all just be friends. The more friends, the merrier. That's right. That's right. So if you enjoy the content, if we make you laugh or cry or we make you think... Or you want to yell at us Guess what Doesn't matter Share the content Share the post uh, uh, Share the links Hey say I got a podcast You want to throw something at, That makes you throw something At, at, the, at the TV At the wall And, and it makes you uh, uh, Shout out the clouds Like you know, old man Simpson Whatever it does Share the content Doesn't cost you anything To share and support us So It's been a crazy Ass long week Ladies and gentlemen I, I can't believe I'm still up right now. It is late night, and uh, man, it, it's been a crazy, crazy week. So let's start with the most recent. Uh, let's see. I went to my local watering hole. I'll put launch to support Sean and Sierra at his uh, a Bears event. He had a Bears event where it was sponsored by Middle Light. So we went over there to support uh, Sean. They had all the uh, guys from... Uh, their shows and uh, you know I got to meet some nice people out there Eat some wings, watch some Bears football And uh, take another loss as we get higher into the draft uh, We're at number 3 right now So we'll, we'll, we'll take that But it was a good time uh, Sean and Maya were out there And the guys from the Cigar uh, show um, And it was just a good time Hanging out with good people, good food and good drinks man So uh, Sean uh, Congratulations on your uh, event And uh, hope to see many more of those uh, let's see, on Saturday Was it Saturday? Oh, 
Yeah, it had to have been Saturday. Me and E went over to the Wintrust Arena to watch. Oh, no, it was Friday. To watch Bellator 288. Man, if you didn't go see this, there was blood, knockouts, and chokeouts. Uh, the main event was Patrick Pitbull versus Usman uh, Nuromagomedov. I think I got that right. I think I got that right. I mean, there, there, this this was really cool. There was a lot of good fights on the undercard. I mean, it started at 5 o'clock. And I think the main event was like 9 o'clock. So lots of fights, uh, right, one right after another. No, no lag time, which is I really, really did appreciate that. Um, uh, I was up, uh, able to take a, you know, a little picture with one of the winners of the fights. Uh, and I got to meet him, Jordan Newman. After his victory on the preliminary fights, he's uh, over in the lobby, and I went. Uh, I was waiting for E to come into the building, and uh, got to take a picture and say, say "Hey, um, congratulations on the win!" So you know he's uh, six and zero now. So um, it was a pretty cool event. I mean, thank you to uh, was it uh, players meeting vets or vet, vets meeting players? I always get those uh, acronyms wrong. So uh, thanks guys for the uh, ability. Uh, <laughs> thanks for letting us uh, be part of the event. All right, Wednesday night, I went over and celebrated with my longtime friend Otto on his 14th year anniversary at Estrella Negra. Congratulations, my brother. Uh, he also released a special anniversary beer, and you know when he releases a beer, it's going to be a good one. Uh, number 14 is a sweet potato and cinnamon beer, and let me tell you, it's, it's, it tastes just like fall. Uh, it's something that, you know, you you know when you drink it, you're like, oh, wow, this is a fall beer. Um it's really light. It, it, I think it's a light beer, in my opinion. Um, it tastes great. You kind of do taste that sweet potato, but you do smell that cinnamon. Um, it's it's a it's one of those beers you you, you pair up with the tamarindo wings, uh, and it goes down great, man. It just if you haven't been over to uh, my boy's place, Estrella Negra, over there on Western and Fullerton, you've got to check it out. Great food, great drinks, and great atmosphere. All right, back to bowling. Of course, we got to talk about bowling. It's Tuesday night bowling, of course. Uh, we bowled uh, Eric Lewis uh, and company in the first quarter playoff matchup. And, man, it was close. It was really close. Uh, so shout out to my guys, uh, Sam and uh, Alvaro and Magic, for um, you know doing well, holding it down. Um, it, was, it was toe-to-toe, like literally toe-to-toe every, every single uh Every single frame, we're just battling back and forth. Uh, I didn't do too well the first two fr- uh, games, and then the third game, I, I, I bowled my my butt off. Probably my first two hundred game in a, about a year or two. So um, we took three, uh, four out of four out of seven points. So we got four; they got three. So it was definitely a nail botter, and uh, we, uh, you know, they're coming for us. They're coming for the champs, and they said that since they signed up that they want to knock us out. So uh, we shall see where we end up. Um, I'll report back next week when I find out what the standings are because I don't know where we're at right now. But uh, you know, it's, it, again, bowling's fun. It's something that I use for stress relieving. I don't, I don't take it too seriously. Whether I bowl a one nineteen or I bowl a two hundred, um, I'm gonna go home the same way. I'm gonna be happy about it. I had a good time. I bowled with friends. You know, I didn't hurt myself. So for me, bowling is something that I do for fun, just to just to get my mind off the daily stuff of of the uh, the grind. All right, this past Monday, I was invited by again by my veteran friends to join them in a suite for the Blackhawks game. As usual, I ran into former co-workers that made some new friends as well. Um, the Hawks are a very young team, and I know that the out- I knew the outcome was going to what was going to be before the puck drop. Let's just be honest. The Hawks are not a very good team. Um, 
but I got to walk around the concourse, say hi to people. Um, I was hanging out in the in the suite and you know meeting new people, and it, it was cool. I mean, obviously a free suite. Who's not gonna like that? Free food, you know, got some drinks in there. Um, I had a great time, so I want to say thank you to guys, to you guys again, and I was able to support uh, the Blackhawks uh, and veterans' cause with the purchase of a uh, veteran puck. Uh, so it pretty much is like a stack of pucks at the table, and you pay whatever the amount was. Um, they're still wrapped up, so they're wrapped up in like tissue paper, so you don't know who, what puck you're gonna get with what signature you're gonna get. So. Um, I was, you know, I was there. I let one of my former coworkers pick the puck, and because I, I don't really have that much luck, so she grabbed it. She's like, "Here you go," and I opened it up. It was Philip Roos. Uh, so he spells his name R O O S. Uh, he's a pretty young, decent player. And uh, as I, I picked up that puck, he they got put he got put into the penalty box for tripping or something. So uh, I already like his style. Yeah, playing playing really hard and playing really dirty. So uh, Philip Roos, if you're listening. Um, we need to get you on the show, man. Uh, again, for all my adventures, follow me at Big Z underscore six oh six Media Group on uh, IG and six oh six Media Group on IG as well. So I'm just telling you right now, like lately, I've been I've been really busy and uh, I'm trying to post as much as I can to keep you guys updated what we're doing uh, as a show company and, and as a person. So stay tuned. And uh, well, you know what? It's time to get into the show. All right, we got a jam-packed episode. We are going to turn on the MLB hot stove, and we're going to talk specifically White Sox this week. Next week, we'll do Cubs. Um, so, you know, we got to cover both sides of town, but we can do one at a time because like, we have a lot of content to cover, a lot of names to drop, a lot of speculation to talk about, um, all that plus stirring the pot and what you looking at. But first, this is the Big Three. With Big Z. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Big Z, and you're not. Now for today's stories. Story number one. Oh boy. You know me, I was looking and scouring through the internet for these stories. A 25 year old man in Texas died recently after falling off a moving 18 wheeler. Yeah, you heard that right. This man was on top of the 18-wheeler. <laughs> According to police reports, the man was dancing on top of the tractor trailer, unbeknownst to the driver, and fell off the truck when it went under a bridge. This feels like an episode of Bugs Bunny and, or no, Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner. You mean? Uh, now, now you're wondering what happened. Well, whether the man died uh, attempting to film a video while he was on the truck. Well, after the man fell off the truck, he landed on oncoming traffic and was eventually taken to hospital where he later died. So, yes, this time, Wiley Coyote got the anvil on this this one. So, uh, according to the Houston police media, the man died of multiple blunt impact injuries. Well, I mean, if you fall off one side of traffic on expressway and jump on and fall onto the other side, what do you think was going to happen? I'm telling you, TikTok, TikTok uh, uh, generation, this is not looking good for you. And uh, Thanos was right. Story number two. Oh, boy. Here we go. Try to keep it clean this week, but I guess not. A middle school teacher who says she made OnlyFan videos as a side hustle to supplement her meager income has resigned from a position after feeling pressure. 
Uh, what kind of pressure was she feeling? Samantha Peer taught science for five years at Thunderbolt Middle School in Lake uh, Havasu, Arizona. Her husband, Dylan Peer, is also a teacher. In a recent Facebook video, she claims that she started the OnlyFans account with Dylan while they couldn't pay the bills. Quote, I created content at the beginning of the summer in order to earn extra money on the side to help pay for our basic necessities that our salaries were no longer meeting. Pierce said, I choose an anonymous name as well as blocking the entire state of Arizona on my OnlyFans so that it wasn't accessible to anyone living in the state. Using aliases, Chloe carter with a k uh peer and her husband filmed x-rated videos some allegedly allegedly on school grounds during off hours uh somehow the students at the school caught wind of the extracurricular activities and started uh, sharing images amongst themselves according to today's news herald a member of the community eventually contacted the police i mean i, I understand i'm a teacher and uh yeah, we don't get paid enough for the crap we have to deal with and the job and all that. And unless you're working in one of the four major markets in you know in the U.S., you know, uh, you got L.A., Chicago, New York, um, and I believe uh, San Antonio, probably are the best paying uh, districts. Unless you're at one of those major cities, uh, uh, I, I don't see you getting enough money to to make it make a good living. I remember getting offered like $24,000 to teach. And this is back in, you know, over 10 years ago. And I just laughed in their face. I was like, I made that more part-time working at the bank in just revenue of sales, you know, just bonuses. I mean, it's insulting what teachers have to make. All right. But neither here nor there, you should not, if you're a teacher, be making anything that online content that you do not want out there. It's very simple. The internet is undefeated and kids and, and and nosy people will find you. They will find you. So if you are a teacher, do not make an OnlyFans account and wear your butt naked. All right. <laughs> Food for thought. Story number three. Doctors in Australia have intervened after a man became so constipated. His fecal matter gave him paralysis in one of his legs. A 53-year-old took himself to the emergency room with abdominal pain that had been building for three days, along with swelling and nausea. Well, no shit. (laughs) More alarmingly, he was experiencing pain in his right leg, which he was able to move for the... He wasn't able to move for the last 24 hours of that, uh, those three days. The leg had no palpable pause and was cold to the touch. Uh... I mean, literally, he was about to lose his leg. Uh, his medical history re- revealed no drug taking, no risk of, of vascular disease, and no significant medical history to speak of. It turns out he was just really, really, really constipated and really, really needed to boot. All right, so he had a rectal exam, and it revealed the man had impacted stools, and a scan of his abdomen revealed that he was suffering from a massive fecal compaction and potentially life-threatening abdominal compartment syndrome, increased pressure of the abdomen. That's what that is. So it was all packed up in there, and they wasn't able to get out. So he was literally full of shit. (laughs) Oh, man, where do I find these stories, man? I hope it made you laugh, all right? 
All right, I hope it made you laugh. Because <laughs> I know I'm laughing. I'm Big Z, and that's news to me. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. <laughs> Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TrueFan15. TrueFan15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is comedian Ken Gar, and I was just a guest on the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock. Big Earl E-Rock. and G-Money and a bunch of... Weirdos. So <laughs> tune in. <laughs> this is Enrique Calderon coming to you from True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast. Come check me out on social media, Enrique Calderon Official on Instagram and Facebook. Check it us out. Y te lo dice. Enrique Calderon. Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. Well, it's time to go shopping for the White Sox, and we have a lot of holes. So let's uh, let's let's just get into it. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes. All right, yeah, I had to I had to put the sounder in there. Had to put the sounder in there. White Sox, White Sox, go go White Sox. Um, so let, let me go into my shopping cart. You know, I got a shopping cart for the White Sox. So let's start off with the pitching. Uh, currently, we have Cease, Giolito, and Lance Lynn as one, two, and three. Crochet and Kopek are coming off injuries. So you can't depend on him to be full-time starters. And then you got Davis Martin, who hasn't pitched over 80 innings in almost four years. So if we're not going to look internally, who do we go after? Who do we go after? So let's start with, you know, the wish list, right? You know, everybody got everybody got a wish list on Amazon, so you know what, what I'm talking about. At the top of that wish list is someone we should have never let go. And if we did let him go, we should have traded him and got at least a composite or made an offer and got a pick for him. So, uh, And that man is Mr. Carlos Rodon. Yes, yes. And people are, 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 are upset because, you know, you're either one side of the corner or the other. You should not let him go. Or the other side, well, he's always in injury ridden, and he finally got it together. Well, yeah, we drafted him, and he was injury ridden, and and guess what? He showed out what he could do when he was healthy, and then he, you know, he pitched himself into a great contract over there with the uh, Giants. So, twenty twenty two statistics, he's had thirty one games, one hundred and seventy eight pitches, uh, innings pitched. I'm sorry. 33.4% of it uh, when he pitched was K, so he struck out 33% of his batters, 7% were walks, 
2.88 ERA. Let me say that again. 2.88 ERA. We are no longer in the era of, of, of pitching uh, dominant pitchers that are at, you know, high t- or low twos and, 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 you know, the one 1.97. That's usually like the first month of baseball. And then, you know, everybody comes back to reality. This man had for his whole season a 2.88, under three runs a game. So that means if you put up four runs a game, you're going to win all the time. So... Hello, old friend. Hello. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Yeah, the White Sox are looking for an old friend. And you know what? You're going to have to shoot for the moon this offseason. Rodon would definitely be the place to turn to. He's he's the man. After opting out of his second year of his two-year $44 million deal with the Giants, Rodon will look to score a major payday. Should the Giants not sign Rodon, they would get an extra draft pick via the qualifying offer that many had hoped the White Sox would get. However, with Rodon, it's pretty simple. After two very strong seasons and a very healthy 2022, he's taking care of any of those doubts about his health and his abilities. He's shown you what he can do. He's shown you why the White Sox had drafted him. He's shown you that he can stay healthy now. Bring him back to the rotation. This will give the White Sox the ability to run out one of the stronger uh, one of the stronger top five starters in baseball, right? You'll have Dylan Cease, Carlos Rodon, Lance Lynn, uh, Lucas Giolito. And then, you know, we still got to fill the five spot. You, I mean, you put Kopech in there, and then you rotate the rest of the guys. The crotch rocket, Kopech, Davis Martin, whatever you got to do. Uh, uh, you can even have uh, Lopi, you know, Lopez. And I mean that's if you're gonna spend money to sure up the rotation that hasn't been together for two years. Everybody's been injured, right? You've gotta do that. And how do you do that? You put up you know, this is the contract I'm thinking about. Like you've gotta give them a five year contract. And everybody's like, Oh my god, that's too long. Jerry Reinser won't do it. Well, you know what? It, it's this is the first time for everything. I mean, they're paying that catcher. We got Yasmani Grandal a lot of money. And he sucks. Right now, he sucks. Potential contract. This is what I'm talking about. Five years. Give the kid five years. Give him, give him a home in Chicago. $140 million. I mean, outside of Verlander and DeGrom, Rodon is probably going to get the third biggest payday. Will it be with the White Sox? Who knows? Who knows? So, I mean, that you're looking at giving this man about $27.5 million per year. I mean, someone might overpay and give him 30 or more per year. So, I don't I don't know what that means. I don't know if the White Sox are really going to be cheap this this offseason or they're going to be showing out and, and show, you know, showing everybody the money. I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what, what the White Sox are going to do. I don't know what Rick Hahn's going to do. I, I, it's... After the whole rebuild, uh, they've been you know sitting on their hands and you know, the thumb up her butt. I don't know what they're doing. So go go get Rodon. It's it's as simple as that. All right, let's see. If we can't get Rodon, hmm, who do we get? Who do we get? How about Noah Syndergaard? Here's his 2022 statistics: 24 games started, 25 games overall, 134.2 innings. 16% of uh, batter's face were K'd, 5% were walked, 3.94 ERA. Okay. 
Do you see the big drop off? Do you see the big drop off in pitching? There's not a lot of good pitching out there. And pitching will win you World Series. You've seen that. Syndergaard is in the top of the rotation starter. So, you know, you're going to put him in the four or five spot. All right. That, that's where you, that's what you're trying to, to, to fill. Right. That's, that's what we talked about. All right. So there's a lot of, of, of possibility for this man to get hurt. So is this a low risk, high reward kind of contract? That's simply what the White Sox do. Right. They take a reclamation project. This is what you're going to look like. And if it's going to be one of those, then, yeah, I, I wouldn't. Why wouldn't you take a risk on this? Take a flyer on this. Right. As your five starter. Not to fill the, the rest of the rotation. This is not your five starter. This is what I'm thinking for your for your five starter. Uh, so potential contract for this kid: two years, thirty million, fifteen million a year. You know he's going to get paid pretty much across the board. That you know he's thirty one years old. He he's he's coming off injuries. He's coming up up and down seasons. Um, he's a mid starter if he can stay healthy. But, you know, it's, again, high risk, high reward kind of thing. You know, Sinekar becomes a great buy low option, essentially. That's what that is. You're buying low because of the injury, all the injuries he's had. But I just don't understand why would you do that? Why would you buy somebody who's injury prone when you let go of Carlos Rodon, who was injury prone and now is a great pitcher? Why not pay the kid who's actually doing what he's supposed to be doing and it's not hurt? See what I'm saying there? See the mentality of the White Sox? All right, let's, let's move on. All right, this is uh, the third one. I, I want to talk about the third possible person that they can sign. Uh, Jameson Tyon. Yeah, I think I said that right. Jameson Tyon. Jameson Tyon. 2022 statistics, 32 games, started 177 innings pitched. 20% of his batters were K'd, 4% were walked, 3.91 ERA. A former time prospect for Pittsburgh, uh, Tyon uh, settled well into the mid-rotation role in his past two seasons with the Yankees. Fastball spin rate at 80, 85th percentile and a curveball spin rate at 83rd percentile. So way above average of what he should be doing. So not much for Ethan Katz to fix. Um... I mean, this someone can throw 170 plus innings and less than four runs per game. I mean, this is what the White Sox are looking for. Somebody who's steady, who can who can go out there every fifth day, throw it, and you know, possibly he doesn't get hit. I mean, four a four ERA is pretty high in my opinion, but it is the AL, and the AL is pretty tough, especially when you're playing the AL East. So that we take that with a grain of salt. Potential contracts for this kid? I don't know. Um, I don't know. You're looking at maybe like 13 to 15 millions a year. Give him three years. So 39 to 45 million. I mean, he posted sub four ERA. I don't know. I don't know. Again. Again, he, he, 13 to 15 million. You know, you give him three years. Probably option for that third one. So if you're not familiar with him, um, he's he's probably in a discussion with with guys like like Alex Wood, John Gray, um, Anthony Descalfini. I mean, th- those are they're not big names, but they're 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 inning hitters. And so that's again, you're, you're filling holes right now in the White Sox. I don't know if they're gonna go cheap or they're going all in. I really don't know. 
Um, so that's where I'm at with that. So that that's your pitching solution because the bullpen is set. The bullpen is set. You're either live or die with this bullpen, and I hope they don't. You know, there's rumors they're going to trade uh, uh, Liam Hendricks and try to get a, uh, some kind of package back. But if you're trying to win a championship, why would you get rid of one of the best closers? I just don't. I again, a lot of this White Sox mentality, the White Sox moves, uh, I don't understand. I really don't understand. So. I don't know what Rick Khan and the organization needs to do, but they need to get their head out of you guys. All right. So what's the other hole? We are talking about second base. So we're going to go with the wish list again. Go with the wish list. Yeah. I mean, I would love if they transitioned some of these these short stops. Uh, you know, Xander Volgaard, uh, maybe Elvis Andrews, uh, somebody. Somebody moves over to the second base. But they're not going to do that. They got rid of Denny Mendick. So who's left? Larry? Larry. Larry Garcia. Right? I don't think that's the answer. I really don't. You know, inside, I don't think it's the answer at second base. Who are they going to put? Burger? Can Burger move that fast? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think is I and I don't think they're gonna put him at third. I think he's a defensive liability at third, but his bat is great. So there's no purpose of moving Moncada to second and Burger to third if if Burger can't really feel that well. All right, so wish list. John Segura. 2022 statistics, batted 277, slash 336, 387, 10 homers. Alright, so he's a plus defender. Right? He's a really good defender. Uh, um, at second base and uh, you know he checks the boxes of, of having plenty of range so if you're looking for defense which is a problem that the White Sox have this would check that out he's also hitting 277 that's that's not, not, not nothing to, the, the, the cough and, and sneeze about no coughing sneezing and farting about that alright it's a good It's a, it'll be a good upgrade from what we have all right, so what do you give this kid? You give him a two-year contract. Give him a two-year contract. Give him about 12, 12 to 15 million. So two years, 24, two years, 30. Um, and I know the White Sox are on a budget, so I don't know. I don't know, but you've, you've got to throw a little bit of money. If you got these pressing needs, you got, you've got to throw some money. It, it's, it's not a, a hard decision. Uh, you can tell White Sox fans will show up if you put a winning product out there. If you don't put a winning product out there, we are not going to show up at the ballpark. So, Segura uh, so has the defense and a postseason experience, so I think it's a worth it. And, and there's not really a lot of options out there to pay for, like, Elvis Andrews, Dan, uh, Dansbury Swan, Swanson, Xander Bogarts. They're not switching positions. And if they would... That would be for a team that is ready to win, and you know it. That would be like going to the Dodgers or going to the Yankees. Teams that are like on the cusp of, of winning. Like, you know they're going to compete. You know they're going to spend money. Then you switch positions. You know, you're like, oh, screw it. I'll play second for you then. Otherwise, they're not going to do that for the White Sox. And if the White Sox are being cheap, they're just going to go somewhere else. You know? It, it, it's just... I've seen the history of the White Sox, and there's a lot of a lot of smoke and no fire. So let's just be honest: <laughs> Larry Garcia, Lennon Sosa, Romy Gonzalez. 
I'm not excited about that. Those are all guys that, that come off the bench that play on a Sunday getaway game. That's what those guys are for, to spell somebody out, to spell your starters. So, I mean, you might have to trade somebody. You might have to trade somebody, whether it's the minor leagues or, or, or on a major league roster, but is, are you going to trade for Brandon Lowe, Jorge Polanco, Ezekiel Duran? You've got to get some of them, one of them, because all those guys hit from the left side, and we have no left-handed hitters besides Yasmani Grandal, who doesn't stay healthy. Leary Garcia, switch hitter, doesn't play every day. You need some left-handed bats. You can't be right-handed dominant. I mean, there's some names out here that, that I want to talk about that I know they won't get. I know Sean Manea for White Sox. He's been linked to the White Sox for like two or three years. He had a horrible season last year. Horrible. Almost posting a five ERA. <laughs> a left-handed pitching. I mean, do we need left-handed pitching? Yes. Are we going to get Sean Manea? No, we're not. I just have to mention it because I, I hear from, from my White Sox fans. Oh, we should go after Sean Manea. Another reclamation project. Project. You know, you had the worst season in San Diego. So I'm glad we didn't get him because he would have been, you know, horrible here and getting paid a lot. Another name that that's been floating around is Q. Jose Quintana. Yeah, we've had him since 2012. <laughs> I mean, he's a he's a lefty. He's a lefty. Um, What did he do last year? Uh... I think his last 12 starts, he posted a 201 ERA. He's 34. What do you give a 34 year old? I mean, it's, uh, what do you give? What do you give Q? I, I, I don't, I don't see giving him more than eight million a year. But then again, someone might. And then last one I want to say about about the uh, uh, my wish list or the the White Sox wish list. They're going to wish they kept Cueto. He he posted the most innings he's ever thrown since 2016. This man went back in time. The 37-year-old posted a 335 ERA in 18 quality starts for a team that has bad defense, doesn't run the bases well, and can't hit with running uh, with runners in scoring position. This man was literally doing it by himself. He was pissed. I understand that. Chicago will have no luck, I'm telling you right now, to land Cueto. And he was such a leader. He was telling the rest of the players, hey, man, let's go work out. Let's go run the stairs. Hey, man, let's do this, right? Let's go Let's go warm up. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. The consummate professional. So I'm going to tell you right now, Cueto's going to get earned a, a, a two-year contract making decent money for a contender. That's what's going to happen. All right, let's continue this conversation what is the shopping list for the white Sox? what are they going to do i know we're going to argue about this for the next couple weeks and i might be right i might be wrong you never know what the white Sox. they might sign i don't know jose canseco out of retirement i don't know they like to put these old old timers back in uniforms all right so the white Sox enter the offseason with luis robert as their only true outfielder on the roster so this <laughs> they got rid of angle uh uh oh boy opted out uh, whatever his name is, he opted out, so he's gone. Uh, we know Lou Bob, 
uh, is going to be handling most of the the, the 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 platoon outfield out there. And then you have Spider-Man, Eloy. He's the DH. He's the DH. He's going to be playing twice a week. Uh, and then you know, he'll be taken out in the seventh inning for, you know, defensive replacement. So, uh, you know, maybe Oscar Colas might be an option. I don't know. He's a young kid. I don't know. I mean, he's been tearing the, root, the ball off the cover over there in, in the single A and double A. But that does not always translate to to being a successful ball player uh, in the major leagues. All right. Let that kid mature a little bit longer. Let, 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 let that season for a little bit longer before you cook it. All right. So the White Sox literally need to build some depth out in the outfield. And um, here's my wish list. Brandon Nemo. Yeah. Brandon Nemo. So that'd be cool. That'd be great for marketing too. Finding Nemo and all this cool stuff you get in Photoshop. So E, if you're listening, if we get this guy, you got to Photoshop some, some Nemo stuff for this guy. Uh, 2022 statistics, 274, 367, 433 with 16 home runs. All right, so we look at the White Sox roster. There's a lot of defensive limitations, lack of plate discipline, and lack of left-handed hitting. I mean, that, <laughs> those are three recipes right there to, for disaster. If you don't have those things, you're not going to be winning a lot of games. So Nemo impacts all three weaknesses. He does... Um, so as a player who puts up an early six win season in 2022, what he means by that, he's going to, he's going to give you six wins early. He's going to bring up the team. He's not going to cost you six wins. Um, his career is 13.6 walk rate. 10.5 in 2022 would be among, uh, the White Sox leaders. He, this, this kid's a good defender in left field as well. Um, there's nothing to be concerned about him. He's a decent hitter. He walks, takes pitches, plays great defense. What's the problem? I mean, you have Brandon Nemo, Luis Robert, Oscar Colas to start the season. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a couple. Like, uh, I mean, is there a risk with Nemo? Mm. This is the first time he's played since. 2018 that he played a lot of games over 140 but I mean you can spell him make you can have him at 140 games you can spell him with with, with you know with Eloy and Larry I, leave him at 140 games that's fine as long as he gives me defense and he impacts the offense 140 games is fine for me hmm what did we give this guy? What did we give this guy? He's probably going to get a five-year deal. 110. His age and production are going to get comparisons to George Springer. However, you know, George Springer's defense is a lot better. So, again, he's going to get 20 to $25 million a year. <sighs> Why not? Why not? Why not? It's as simple as that. All right. Uh, my second on my wish list. Second on my wish list right here. Andrew Benintendi. Oh, I said that wrong. Andrew Benintendi. 2022 statistics, 304, 373, 399, five homers. But Z, we like production. In power. We like power production. I don't give a fuck 
Andrew Benatini experienced a resurgence, like, like literally another one that came back to life in Kansas City in 2022, posting more than a 2.5 WAR as a player for the first time. All right, Andrew Benintendi experienced a resurgence. He came back to life playing for Kansas City. He impacted them with a 2.5 war. Last time he had a high war, it was 4.9 4. in 2018. I mean, again, he focused. his focus went away from hitting home runs and focused more on contact and walks, which means this man is getting on base. What do we need? Men on base. All right. This guy who, who he, he, he changed his swing so that way he can get singles and doubles and drive in runs. I mean, I'm good with that. We got enough guys that swing for the fence already. Could he run into 15 to 18 homers this season playing for us? 100%. You know, the cell in the summer is a launching pad. So you can see him getting 15 homers instead of the five that he had last year. Do we need him to do that? No. We need him getting on base and pushing man, pushing the men over. What do you give this guy? Four years, 60 million? Four years, 55 million? I mean, he's competent enough, uh, competent enough against left-handed pitching. Um, I mean, you could put him in a platoon, uh, platoon because, you know, you, you, you're rotating these guys. So he doesn't have to play 162 games. So I mean, the White Sox will be shopping in, in you know, in the middle of the of the of the, of the aisle, in the middle of a shelf. They're not top. They're not. We're gonna be shopping top shelf. We know. We know what the White Sox do. So if you're going for the middle of the shelf. This is your guy. This is definitely your guy. And and let's be honest. Those are the two guys that I think they can really get. Here's your right fielders that are free agents. Aaron Judge. No way in hell. Will Myers. Mm, I don't think he's a good fit. Michael Conforto is coming off from the Mets. He took that whole year off of the injury. Another reclamation project when you're trying to win. I, that's a no for me. Dexter Fowler, too old. Nope. Those those are right fielders that are available. Center fielders, like I said, Brandon Nemo. He's thirty. I, I think that's a good age. Um, anybody else? Adam Angle's thirty-one. That got released. Lorenzo Cain's thirty-seven. Kevin Pillar, no. Cody Bellinger's on the way down. Billy Hamilton's thirty-two. He's only thirty-two. Holy Jesus! I thought he was like thirty-nine. Joey Gallo, hell no, hell no. Ben Intendi, we just talked about AJ Pollock, who opted out. Nope, thirty-five. Jock Peterson accepted a qualifying filing offer from San Francisco, so he's off the board. I mean, you know, the White Sox have not after Jock Peterson for years. Yeah, he's off the board. So, I mean, uh, we need to go Tony, Tommy Pham, thirty-five. No. No, there's really not a lot out there, people. It's just, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. There's really not a lot of talent out there that you want on your team, uh, and you don't want to go after no, no uh, another designated hitter because the whole White Sox team is a designated hitter. 
You were not going after McCutcheon. You're not going after Trey Mancini, Nelson Cruz, Luke Voigt, Jake Lamb, Michael Brantley, J.D. Martinez. I would love J.D. Martinez as my DH. But we have plenty of DHs as it is. So I'll tell you right now, the White Sox will be shopping at the bottom or the middle tier for, for free agents and, and, and for trades. So don't expect a big splash. You're not getting Aaron Judge. All right? You're not doing that. And unless you're trading these great prospects, quote unquote, that you have, that someone might covet, and I, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Rick Hahn working to do that. He he's sitting on his on, on his picks, on his trades, and seeing what he can do. It might cost him his job. All right, we shall see. We shall see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Stirring the Pot after a word from our sponsors. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, this is Mike Deportes, and you're listening to True Chicago Sport Fans Podcast. Don't forget. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E Rock and Big Z. It's that time again, TCSF listeners. You know what it is. It's time for Stirring the Pot. All right, I got, I got a bone to pick uh, right now. And, you know, usually I pick one or the other kind of thing, but I got a bone to pick with a couple of these restaurants. And, um,. And that bone is when you go get a burrito, you know, the, the, the protein doesn't really matter. You know, if you want to get chicken, you want to get ground beef, you want to get steak, you want to get a pastor, you want to put barbacoa in there, whatever you want to put in there, irregardless, irregardless, what, it, what goes in your burrito? I mean, you're going to list off the condiments. Lettuce, tomato, onion, cilantro, rice, beans, sour cream, cheese, avocado, wok, fries, hot Cheetos. I mean, we're talking authentic burritos. All right, we're not talking Chipotle. Put that to the side. I, I, I have my Chipotle once or twice a year. Put that to the side. We're talking about going to that Mexican grocery store that has a taqueria in the back, right? Or, or the or the local uh, Mexican spot that stays open at 2 in the morning. What do you put on your burrito? I'm going to tell you right now, lettuce is not one of them. I hate hot lettuce. I hate it. I hate hot tomato. I hate it. I really hate it. And then they they be putting those big ridiculous chunks in there. Almost made me gag right there. I I gotta put onion and cilantro. Cause it just goes well 
with the me. It's a good, good additive, a good combination. Rice, I'm indifferent about the rice. A little bit of rice, a little bit of that Mexican yellow rice. Yeah, that goes that that that'll soak up some of the some of the grease. I'm okay with that. But I don't need four four pounds of rice in there and you know a sprinkle of meat. Like Chipotle does. No, I don't need to get full out rice. Just it, I think it's 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 a compliment. It is not a main staple in there. You've gotta have beans. You've gotta have the beans. All right, the more refried the better. Sour cream. Yes. Yeah. I don't soak it in sour cream. Just, you know, make it just consistent enough that every time I have a bite, there's a little bit of sour cream in there. Cheese, I, I'm, I'm opting out of cheese. I'm not against the cheese. It's just uh, me and cheese have a, right? We're going through a breakup right now. Yeah. Yeah. The lactose. I know, I know I said sour cream, but I, I, I can handle sour cream a little bit still. But the cheese, mm, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. All right. Avocado or guac. Now, this gets a little tricky. I'm in favor of both. Obviously, there's avocado and guac. I know that. But then you say, Z, you didn't want lettuce and tomato. Well, there's no lettuce and guac. Hopefully. But there is tomato. For some reason, diced tomato, I'm okay with. Diced onion, I'm great. I'm good with those. So if they're like that in a wok, on the side of the rice, where it's not going to get warm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Is it necess- a necessity? No. There's just those, you know, some some pieces of avocado in there. I get it. It can be a little warm, but it, it, I think avocado or wok, a little bit warm is okay. Maybe it's just me. All right. So this one thing I have been seeing is the California burger uh, burrito, and I don't know. I don't know if I can add fries and hot Cheetos to my burrito. I think that's just disgusting. Stop mixing food. LA, what the hell y'all doing? What are y'all smoking over there? Must be that really good stuff. And then you have the decision of red or green sauce. Not everyone's going to choose theirs based on, you know, the nostalgic uh, place where they go. And some people, some some restaurants have a great green sauce and it makes the, the, the meat just mouthwater or is it or is it the red i i my choice is usually the green it is usually green for me it is far few in between that it's red so if you want to uh, get into argument with me about burritos you know where to find me find me at the nearest mexican spot or take me to a good burrito spot all right y'all y'all got my information y'all listening y'all know where my socials are we go this over this every week. All right, hit me up. All right, before we go and get out of here, what are y'all looking at that isn't sports? All right, so if you follow me on social media, you, you, especially on Facebook, I posted what I watched this week, and I kind of stayed in and took a break after that long-ass week of going out and doing all these events and fights and games and celebrations i had to take a day and you know relax and stay at home so guess what you know turn on the big screen put the surround sound on and i watched nope that's right nope it's on peacock and uh if you don't know nope is a a movie by uh 
Nope is a movie by uh, by Jordan Peele. Uh, our main actors are Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, Brandon Perea, Michael Wincott. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was okay. You know, I wasn't too. Um, I wasn't scared. There was no jump moments for me. It was. It was kind of weird, and um, I don't know. I. I I'd probably give it a 5 out of 10 6 out of 10 6 no 5 out of 10 yeah I give it a 5, a five Z's 5 Z's out of 10 uh, it was just in the middle of the road I mean I think the story was like meh so you know it, it talks about you know it, it's it's all talking about aliens and then you know there was something stupid because it's it doesn't like plastic How ironic but I mean Whatever. If you're gonna watch it, you're gonna watch it. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, premonitions by 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 some of the clothes and some of the you know clues that are left on there. But you know, I'll let you make your decision. I, I'll say you can skip it. You can definitely skip it. Um. What else did I watch? Oh, my my show. My show is back on Acapulco season two. That's right, Acapulco season two with Eugenio Derbez, uh, the Latino comedian. Um, you know, it takes place in, in an Acapulco resort in the seventies and eighties and all that, and it's 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 pretty fucking funny, man. It's really funny. Um, you know, he's he's the main character and he's talking to his grandson uh, about his life growing up at the resort and how he moved up and so forth. So, um, it's really cool. Uh, last situations are pretty funny, and um, you know, it, the episodes are pretty short, you know, looking at 25 30 minutes. Um, I, 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 there's a what, 10 episodes a season, so you're you're going to laugh, you're gonna have fun. Um, it, it's it's you know, a light, lighthearted uh, comedy, there's a little bit of romance in there, and so forth, but uh, you'll definitely like it. All right, lastly, I saw Spirited also on Apple TV. another one a 5.5 maybe maybe a 6 Spirited is it's a Christmas story with Will Ferrell and uh, Ryan Reynolds and there's some other stars in there as well but uh, those are your two main stars and you know Will Ferrell is trying to make uh, to uh, uh, give Ryan Reynolds the the three ghost treatment and and bring him to being a to being a better player a person because he's being a dick um and it there's there's about four or five funny moments but there is a lot of singing and i you know i don't mind musicals but man there's a lot of singing and maybe i gotta rewatch it i don't know maybe i gotta rewatch it but i I thought the best part of the movie was the last 10 minutes (laughs) and once you see it you'll understand why um it was a pretty cool reveal at the end and then there was a lot of pretty cool jokes at the end as well and some bloopers so for me uh, okay we'll move it up to six six z's out of ten all right so you know nope is like man you go either way spirited I, i'd say probably give it a shot if you like musicals if you don't like musicals stay stay the hell away from it 
All right, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you to our sponsor, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 at the checkout for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Get your shirts now. Shout out to the newest show in the 606 lineup, No Water on the Weekend with Steven and Sean, Pop Culture Forward podcast that dabbles in funny trivia, film, television, music, and Chicago-centric news and happenings. New episodes available on Mondays. This is a great podcast, not just because I've been on it for a couple of times, but it is funny. The, the trivia is great. Uh, the banter is even better and uh, I want to consider these guys very very cool friends of mine so uh, definitely check out the No Water in the weekend alright also while the World Cup is is, is on right now uh, myself and uh, the, our newest addition El, El Borrego uh, <laughs> the Borrego of Pilsen uh, is gonna, we're going to be covering the World Cup as best as we can um He's going to break down everything and I'm just going to make fun of him and talk shit and do my best at, you know, my impersonations of soccer players and and everything that I don't know about soccer. Um, But we're going to have fun with soccer. So look out for those episodes to be popping up, uh, you know, every other day while the World Cup is going. We're going to try to get you as much World Cup news as we can. I know everyone is watching that. The Bulls are back. That's right. The NBA is back in action. 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Shy Native Entertainment all present the All Net Podcast. Make sure to check out the All Net with Mike Logic and Ideal after every Bulls game for breakdown and analysis. The Shy Native Radio Podcast is also available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, and Throw MC talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go and check them now. Shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for your moment, merch, and gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, IG, Spotify, iTunes. Whatever you listen to a podcast, that's where we're on. Everything. Just everything. Once we get the visual, y'all in trouble. Y'all in trouble when we start when we start doing visual. You can see this, these facial expressions because my face talks before my mouth does. Usually gets me in trouble. So watch out for that. We want to hear from you. Reach out to us on the email, on the DMs, uh, on email to chicagosportsfans at gmail.com. Uh, on IG, you got me at Big Z underscore 606Media. True Chicago fans. Um, <laughs> you can find us at, at 606 uh, Media Group on IG as well. Find us. Talk to us. Be interactive. Come on. All right, y'all. For E-Rock, this is Big Z. We'll see you next time for episode 120. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. A few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over.